0: Lights, camera, action! We have the fabulous, amazing veteran producer, producer extraordinaire, Michael Tadros. Today, B- bless you, That's Charles. Bless so you. beautiful. Thank you. I mean, uh, I could not uh, uh, ask for a, a, a better friend, but also a greater figure in our business to have with me. It's only on forty this years. Show. Only forty years. Only forty years of this stuff, man. Only forty years. So tell me. We were just actually—you were just tipping me off on something that I was not current on. So let's start with that. Um, you had spent a lot of years, and I spent a lot of them alongside when you were at Warner's. Yeah. And that just finished up. Tell me a little bit about what's going on, <clears throat> how that transpired, and the well, change in the business.
1: Twenty-two years at Warner Brothers. I, I had what we call a term deal, which was fantastic. You know, if you work or you don't work, you get paid a lot—a uh, good chunk of money. And I loved Every Minute, C. Papazian, those guys there, unbelievable. You know, you know the people I'm talking about. People, yeah. Mark Solomon, you know. And when AT&T came in, it kind of did away with the term deals. So uh, I'm freelance again, which I haven't been in many, many years. Even when I went and did like Hitch at Sony, Warner Bros. had loaned me out, or the International, or different shows they did at different studios. They would loaned me out to other studios. But now it's um, it's a lot different. Yeah, the whole uh, world of filmmaking is a lot different right now. Yeah, it's an open it's open
0: landscape. Not even film; whole world of
1: digital making is right now. Content. Content. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So, um, take me back to a time that I don't know about when you worked as, uh, a, 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 I guess, a, a ca- in the camera department and. How did Florida. you know that? It's just, you know, I just... Seriously, how did you find that? I asked, asked, you know, one of your old friends, and they told me about it. No, you've told me about it a little bit. Very little, though. And that's why I want to know more.
1: When I was a kid, and I mean a kid, in my teens, my mother was not healthy, and her sister was married to George Falsey, who was not only president of the ASC, but he was a 14-time nominated Academy Award nominee... And he did movies like Meet Me in St. Louis, Seven Brides of Seven Brothers, you know, taking Me Out to the Ball Game, all these wonderful executive suite, all these great movies. And he was on the controversy MGM for years. He started doing the Marx Brothers movies at California Story Studios when it was just a story of studios. Anyway, so in the summers I went out and worked for him. And
0: this is here in New York. No, I went and to California for California. the summers and spent with my
1: mother's sister out there. And um, and I just with my cousin, George Falsey, who's a big producer. You know, he did all the John Landis movies. Animal House, Blues, Blues Brothers, Three Amigos. He produced all of that stuff. Uh, so <clears throat> I, I thought about being in a camera department because I, I worked as a still photographer, for uh, Associated Press, and I would photograph the U.S. Tennis Open and and different sporting
0: events. See, these are things I don't know. Yeah,
1: and, um, and I said, you know what, I don't really like this. So I'm on a set of a TV show called Here's Peggy Fleming. And it was at the old back lot, which doesn't exist anymore at MGM. And um, there was, it was uh, my uncle made the ice black with all black velvet around. And it was Gene Kelly and Peggy Fleming dancing on ice on ice skates, which is fantastic. Crazy. Wow. So <laughs> I said, a guy was there going, settle down, hold the noise. So I asked him, what does that guy do? He's an assistant director. I said, oh, okay. How much money does he make? He 700 bucks a week. I said, $700? You guys out of your fucking mind? That's the job I want. Now, in L.A., it's very hard getting a Director's Guild. So I came back to New York, and I worked for the next eight or nine years as a PA on a lot of stuff, like Kojak, Cagney & Lacey, a lot of shows that came and went out of New York. And um, I got my days to get into the Director's Guild. And one of the people that actually helped me uh, you wouldn't believe it. Remember, you remember Fred Williamson, the hammer, the football player? Yeah, 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 yeah. When he and Larry Cohen made all these movies, Hell Up in Harlem, uh, One Down, Two to Go, uh, Black Caesar. And I worked on all of them as a grip or as an electrician or even a camera department. And I learned everybody's job by doing that. It was great experience. It was like best school you can go to. And uh, that's why I tell young kids, take any job you can get because you're only going to learn something. So, I then got into the Directors Guild as a uh, as a first AD. I had 1,140 days as an AD. But the head of the Guild, and I rather not mention his name at the time, said, "No, no, no, no. Nobody's going to hire you as a first AD. You go to work as a second AD." So, you, and by the way, you don't have to pay the extra money. I think it was like three thousand. or only had to pay fifteen hundred or something. Of course, the first job I get, I'm a first AD. And what does the head of the Directors Guild do? He doesn't call up and say, "Oh." He didn't put his paperwork in to qualify as a second AD. He tells the production manager, oh, he's not qualified to be a production production manager. Which is really, you know. So I went to him, I threatened him, all sorts of things. I got to be a first AD. The same thing happened when I upgraded the production manager. I don't want to bore you going no, into no, too no. much detail. No, no, I, I like mean, this, yeah. So I got very lucky on a movie called Brenda Starr at Brook Shields in 1986. Um, Mickey came, Mickey Hyman. Who and John Back here tomorrow? Entertainment. And they asked if they if I could produce the movie. I said, I don't know. You're the producers. And they said, Well, you're doing such a great job. You're the first AD, You're the production manager. We want to give you a producing credit. I said, Done. Thank you so much. And I kind of never looked back from there. I mean, prior to that, I was, I was like a, a, a assistant to the production manager, on trading places and with Billy Garrity, who was a great influence in my life, who you knew. And and people stood behind me, like George Falsey, John Landis, Billy Garrity. Um, and even when I went, the first production manager job was a big, big job, I should say. I was, I was at AD on, on Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Right. On all these other movies. But the first big one was um, uh, Ridley Scott. Black Rain? Black Rain.
0: Big fucking film.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that was Keanu. We talking about Keanu before right. and, and Al. And and that was a big movie. That yeah. Was, that was a big movie. It was here. It was Japan. It was L.A. We were all over the place. And I came out doing great. And uh, and then uh, from that, then Paramount just kept me there.
0: Kept you running. They
1: gave me, in those days, they gave me, I'll, I'll tell you the number, $5,000 a week not to take a job with someone else. I mean, I, I was still a kid. I had dark hair then.
0: <laughs> That's a long time ago. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, better gray than nay, okay? Listen, I always say Gillette's sensor is cheaper than hair dye. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. He
1: dyes his hair. <laughs> See that kid over there? Look at him.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And it's a bad dye job, by the it's way. It's impressive, though. Yeah. It impresses me. Shaw Bell. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we should bring him on. I don't know if you want to hear any more just by Boring Life. I oh. do want to hear more about your Boring Life. I want to hear about... John Landis then going to coming John to, Landis and then, of, and then coming to I America loved, that love that John, Landis, John Landis love John
1: after trading places, I went to work um, on a couple of the movies in A.D. and then I became production manager after uh, Brooke Shield's movie. Um, and the next big movie that came up was uh, coming to America: coming to America. yeah Once again, the, the Directors Guild, My Guild, My Union calls up and says, he's not qualified to be a production manager. Crazy and so John Landis said okay I'm not making a movie he and Foles were amazing they were so good to me Wow. and um. and then from that moment forward I met a guy by name of Roger Rostin, who's the head of production at, at Warner Brothers he introduced me to Ridley Scott um, and uh, then I did what movie did I do with Ridley Scott?
0: You did Black Rain that was Black Rain. I'm sorry, Black Rain. I'm sorry, did Black Rain. But, but coming to America. I did that backwards. Yeah, and coming to America was uh, your second film with John Landis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then basically what what spiked the the start of your road into becoming head of production at Paramount because that didn't happen quickly. Okay. that pr- took a few pro- years, right? The two producers of Black Rain, creative producers, were Stanley Jaffe
1: and Sherry Lancey. To the nicest people I've ever known in my entire life.
0: And Sherry was head of the studio at the no, time. No, no, she was no, not, not yet. Not yet. Even, not even close. Not close. That um, was Mancuso at that time.
1: Um, it was Frank Mancuso. Frank, Frank
0: Mancuso. Okay.
1: And um, and then um, what's his name came in after him. I don't know.
0: Doesn't yeah, matter. yeah. Anyway.
1: Um. So Stanley calls you up and I says, "Listen, I need you to do me a favor. I'm i want I watching to run production at Paramount." And Stanley, I live in Brooklyn. It's a tough commute to Hollywood. And they gave me a big chunk of money, paid my two mortgages of my two homes, one in Brooklyn and one in the Hamptons. And Stanley took such great care of me. I, I love that man till the day I die. Wow. Um, and a lot of people say negative things about Stanley. He's one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. Right. So when I went there, I'm I, the chairman of the studio. When I got there then, who oh, I just remember, who replaced Frank was Brandon Tartikoff. Remember him? Yeah. Head of NBC. Yeah. Another great guy. He calls you up one day. and says, Mike, I have to talk to you. So what's the matter, Brandon? You come by my office. He said, so what's up? He said, uh, I don't know how much longer I have to live. I've terminal cancer throughout my whole body. Oh my God. So I sit in his office crying with him. And, uh, Two or three months later, he left. Left the studio. And, uh, and that's when Stanley said, let's bring Sherry in.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: So it was about a year after I was there. Right. And then I stayed with Sherry for about a year. And then I walked in the and I said, Sherry, I can't do this anymore. I just had a huge blowout with one of the biggest producers in the world. And I was right and he was wrong. And uh, I had no support from the other executives at the studio. I said, you have to get me out of this job. So they asked if I'd stay another three or four months or six months. So I did. And then I left. But while I was there, I met a guy by the name of John McTiernan. Great director. He did Predator and, you know. Lots of great work. You did a
0: whole series of films with John. I did. Yeah. Die but Hard. But the first one was Die Hard. Yeah.
1: And he said, I want to shoot in New York. Die Hard with a vengeance. And it was, it was Sam Jackson and Bruce and Jeremy Hines. And I was the sole producer on it. Did very well. Uh, made everybody made a lot of money. It was a wonderful movie, and he's a genius as a director.
0: I can't remember what studio that was under. Was that Fox? A, that was under Fox, okay. Synergy Fox. Yeah.
1: And then, and then from there, I went to. Um, well,
0: not, you, you did a whole bunch with him, Thomas Crown. I did Thomas Crown roller Affair, Rollerball. Basic. Ball,
1: Basic. Yeah, we did yeah. a b- bunch in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah, And yeah, know we're all good. We all did well with those.
0: Yeah. And incredible, then uh, incredible films.
1: And then I got a call from Bill Young, who's head of production at Warner Brothers, I said, "Mike, I have, a, I have a big Schwarzenegger movie here called Eraser. Could you could you produce it?" So I said, "Don't don't ask me twice. Of course." I. So I went and I and I did it and um did I don't know four hundred million dollars or something and she from that I went on to um I don't know. I don't know, other movies at Warners. Yeah. And then, you know. Uh,
0: the studio, you were there for quite a while. I was there yeah. for
1: 20 years. So, I mean, yeah. a lot of movies I
0: did there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I remember when you were, I Am Legend was late in the game. I Am but, Legend. Um, yeah. I did, oh, no. They
1: loaned me out to Sony to do Hitch.
0: Hitch was done. With Will Smith. And then right. I came back
1: and did I Am Legend with Will Smith.
0: And, and Sherlock Holmes with. Uh, Sherlock Holmes
1: and Robert with, Downey.
0: Yeah, Guy Ritchie directing. Guy, is yeah. terrific. Just yeah. terrific. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, you know,
0: 25 or so movies since then. Exactly. And you worked with uh, you worked with Adrian Lynn during that. Adrian Lyon. I did Line, a decent yeah.
1: proposal with him. Yeah. And Sherry and I produced that together. Right. And he's still one of my dearest, closest friends. And I think one of the greatest directors I've ever worked with.
0: Yeah. He Amazing. Amazing. What was it like when you worked with Taylor on, uh, on, on Devil's Advocate? Talk a little bit about Devil's Advocate. Okay. Well, Taylor and how that uh, came together.
1: Arnold Cobleson, who may he rest in peace, the night one of the nicest human beings ever, ever in his business, and a genius, I might add. He was a producer of it with his wife Ann. And um he and he and Taylor kind of didn't get along. So he kind of thought I was ta- I was Cobleson's guy. So at the beginning of it, we didn't really see eye to eye, but then by the end, he actually came to me at the end, and this is to Taylor's credit, and he's a good, good man. He said, I should have made you my partner on day one. And he gave me a hug, and uh, he's still my friend. So it worked out well. And working with Al Pacino and Keanu, it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, amazing film. Amazing film. So what, what do you feel uh, uh, now that, that, that the sort of the studio run that you've, you've had for quite a while has now turned towards uh, a lot of uh, uh, attraction for you to be working with Netflix? And what have your conversations with them been like?
1: They they've been ter- pretty terrific. They they've uh, they, they're all lovely. They, they you know we want you. We want you to you know, what what bothers me in some is oh you're a legend in New York. That just means you're old. What what does that mean? You know, you've done a lot of movies and you're old. So sixty six years old you're a legend. Maybe at ninety six I'll accept it, but not now.
0: Right, too you too young. Yeah. So,
1: but no, they've all been wonderful. Every yeah. one of their companies have been, been great, and uh, and everyone's different, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some, are gen- some have a lot of money to spend, some of pennies to spend. I just finished a little movie with Eddie Wong called, and, and Pop Smoke, who just got killed, just got shot, the rapper, uh, called Boogie. And it was an absolute pleasure. I did it kind of for free. Um, we did it for focus fe- features. For, for Lou, focus, yeah, okay. Yeah. Lou Phillips was in, that ran it. And um, paid me a few dollars, but not, not. And he was, you know,
0: what your normal 10 times less
1: than I normally get yeah. but but it was a pleasure it's a different world it's a, a lot of young people that really want to be there they're not there because their father was a grip or their uncle was an electrician you know they're there because they really want it and and, right. and what a pleasure what a pleasure to them and Eddie another genius
0: and your time with Will Smith talk about that a little bit
1: my golfing time or my working with them both People ask you who the two most enjoyable actors you have worked with in your life. And I say, number one, Will Smith, number two, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because I never, all I did was have fun. Those guys are like not going to work, they're just having fun. And uh, Will, we're on a set, and Will, I go to Will, why don't you go back to your motorhome? He said, I make a lot more money than you do. And if you have to stand here, watch your eye. And that's Will Smith. I mean, he's just, he's a pro. He's, he's, he's amazing. I mean, there, there's a reason why he got where he got and where he's staying where he is.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Just people keep. get, people get up there, but then I go right back down. Will is going up and keep going up.
0: Right. Keeps, uh, keeps rising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, and you worked with, uh, with, with William Friedkin. And I, I don't know much about that story when you did the film with him. Blue chips. Blue chips. Yeah. Nick
1: Nulty and all of the basketball players. How but you say, Billy Freakin is one of the best directors probably ever, you know, he and Bogdanovich were partners for a while, and he, he, he did wonderful movies at the French Connection, The Exorcist. I mean, how do you say anything negative about somebody who did those movies? No,
0: no, no, not at all. I just was wondering what the relationship was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah, it
1: was great. it's great. It's still great,
0: you know. And who do you want to go back to work with again? I mean, are there any directors? Adrian Line. Yeah. 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 And I
1: just turned down a picture that he offered me with... Um, Ben Affleck.
0: Right. That was down in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. yeah.
1: I regret turning it down, but I was unavailable at the time.
0: Right. Right. You were on the, uh, was it Sesame Street? I or? was on Sesame Street, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Now. And I
1: thought when, when we came back from the hiatus that I'd be back on Sesame Street.
0: Right. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah. I still
1: don't know why. Right. I have a feeling it was just about money. Right. Always like, you know, oh, he makes too much money. This guy can do it for half the price. You know, that kind right. of stuff. Right. Right. Don't, I don't
0: know. I really don't know the reason. Right, and then and then for you, with all the projects that you've 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 been able to stay kind of work on and be attached to, you were involved with with uh, studio hires of you, but were you on any of these projects developing the script at the early stages for things that stuck around for a long time before probably they were about made? twenty
1: or thirty movies? I mean, right. I mean, I can't think of you know anyone that that I did an amazing job on, but sure. You know, right. always you know the third act of these weeks, let's change that I mean there's always things you have to do on the, on these movies
0: but getting involved at the at the at the beginning at the script stage when they're well I was yeah. with Indecent
1: proposals like that with Adrian you know right every day we did we discussed the script and and with sherry it was yeah I mean it, it's it's every movie it's a hard question to answer because right. you do it on every movie right but it every movie it's a different time when you get into it maybe very early in a stage in the middle of the script you know
0: but your life was mostly with with projects that were were studio fine that's right that's right so you weren't right you were never you were never having to raise money. <clears throat> no yeah.
1: no no i didn't i don't know what that is
0: right which is a whole other a whole, a whole other different world.
1: world of producing you know let's get a script let's get an actor let's get a director let's that's raise what money what, limited yeah. partnerships so oh, selling so. shares. I don't know. I would go to a studio. I need eighty million dollars. Okay, do it for seventy-five. All right, give me. Let's go.
0: Right. I mean, yeah.
1: I, I, I've been very blessed. I, I honestly, and I know that. I'm not just, you know. I'm not, now, I'm. I'm not making a joke. Now, I've been really, very, very blessed and lucky in my career.
0: And and how uh, and how did you 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 mentioned how you got connected to to Folsy? But He's my first cousin. That's why I first, connected. No, no, I know it's your family, but 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 and he and connected when, me to Landis. When did, you decide, when did you decide that you actually wanted to pursue that? I was in my twenties, early twenties. I started in my teens. Right, you started really early.
1: Seventeen years old, eighteen years, something like that. Wow,
0: fantastic!
1: No, that's a it's a long time.
0: It's a long time, man. And then the cinematographers that you've worked with are amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, from Freddie Francis to, uh, Vittorio Storaro to yeah. uh, even
0: Bartkoviak.
1: Oh, Andres Bartkoviak, my boy.
0: Yeah, you love the, the, him too. The, he's the, best, crazy the crazy bastard. Crazy <laughs> bastard, exactly, <laughs> exactly. What do you think right now when you look when you see what's happening in the uh, in 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 the the environment for? For distribution and for visibility of films for the Academy nominations and where things have gone and how they've changed in your decades of working in the industry and how you see uh, the shifts and, and changes in that. Do you feel have, have any feelings about that?
1: No, I have only really one feeling. I've been an Academy member for a long time, and I just felt as though uh, Parasite, which I loved, shouldn't have gotten far film and film and, and best film. It should have been either or, right. And and now that, that's the only ne- that's I say negative about the academy today, right. I mean everything else, the diversity, the women, the, everything else. I I just support, right. And I always have my whole career long before this all came out,
0: right. And in terms of uh, of of working for the studio heads and navigating your way through, um. Your your period of time at, at 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 Paramount. You said there was a moment where where you wanted to where you wanted to leave because you had gotten into a big battle with with a with yeah, a producer. Yeah, I'll tell you off the yeah who the producer was. You know. Him, yeah, man. yeah.
1: Um, I told him what he had to do on this movie, and he called me an incompetent asshole. And he went to my boss, and my boss approved it. And then when when I went and did what I told him not to do. Exactly what I said would happen, happened. And then he goes to the chairman of the studio and says, I don't know, this guy didn't tell me I shouldn't have done it. I would never have done it if he told me. Right. So he just lied and uh
0: Right. Typical stuff. Typical. Yeah. 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 So And I, I
1: have nothing against him today either, by the way.
0: Yeah. So what 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 in your in your career going back to like working with Peter Bogdanovich or Bob Zemeckis, when you were involved with at the studio, that was Forrest Gump was being made. You were at head of you were head of the studio yeah, during we sat in that. Yeah, I
1: the tent with Bob Zemeckis in North yep. Carolina in Hurricane. Uh, he's what a brilliant man he is, my God! But no, we, were, we did a lot of fun with we Adams Family. Uh,
0: Incredible list of films. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: a lot of big ones. I don't mean, I don't remember them anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's
1: not That it sounds sad, but I really
0: yeah. It just it's all it's all just a blaze. Blends into one big
1: movie, you know. I mean, yeah. I remember I worked with a cinematographer once who I thought was a genius. This guy, should be doing big movies, and then I go home and I'm watching it, and he's, his name was Alan Hume and he's doing he's doing all the 007 movies, he's doing all the James Bond movies, you know. Right. I mean, guys like that. I said, I, I said, boy, this guy. Should, I don't know why he's doing these little movies with me.
0: Right. But he wasn't.
1: Right. He was doing all
0: movies. Right. And
1: that's where I am right now. I'm doing all movies.
0: Right. So what do you see uh, in terms of the, the, the types of budgets that you'll be working with next? Is it going to be, or you feel that you're going to be diving into a, a lower budget environment or, or they're going to be throwing more money or as much money as you did on it, it, all the older films?
1: It depends. It depends on, on the project and who it's involved in. The movie we just did with uh, Shabella and I just do it, Eddie Wang. Um, I say Eddie Wang. I know. Sorry, Eddie. I meant Eddie Wong, uh, who I love, who's my brother. Um, it was, a, oh, I'm thinking of Vera Wang.
0: A Vera Wang, yeah. the designer.
1: Yeah, no, Eddie Wong. Anyway, um, that was like a, a 10 or $12 million budget, and it looks beautiful. Right. Did a great job. I then was doing one with uh, Greg Silverman and um, Alfonso Rejon.
0: Right, newsflash.
1: newsflash with Chris Pine, and then that fell apart. Right, and usually it's only reason one reason something falls either an ego or money. Right, and I'm not sure what happened on this one.
0: Right, it just went away. Yeah. So, in terms of like uh, uh, going back in time, what, what was your what's your favorite story? Your favorite experience going back in time in the movies you produced? The stories that you can tell. Going back to See,
1: most of them, I can't tell. Right. When I retire from the business, you will not know, have this conversation again.
0: Right, but you can't, you can't say the the things that took place along the way that you had to do uh-huh. as a UPM and AD and all of that. Yeah, especially a lot of
1: things I didn't want to go to. You know, like Harvey Weinstein's a lot of trouble for a lot of stuff I saw happen on movie sets.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: I mean, it's just it's uh, it, it's terrible. It's disgusting. But right. these things happen.
0: Right. Right, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. not
1: defending Harvey at all. I mean, I'm, no. a, I'm not a fan. I don't know the man, but right, but I'm just saying it happens. It ha- it was happened all over the place when I was young in this business. I saw right, it.
0: right, and you had to uh, uh, always sort of uh, position yourself to be far away from that stuff. You yeah. had to. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, um,
1: that's a career ender.
0: Yeah, as it has been for so many.
1: And and I yeah. could, you know when we go off the air. I'll give you ten mm-hmm. names of. Prominent people. That, that oh are, yeah, that whatever are. happened to him? I remember him from years ago. Well, I can tell you what happened to him.
0: Gone. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. So, uh, um, can you talk about anything that you're about to jump onto, or or any new projects?
1: I have like five that I'm about that I'm I'm reading now, and I'm also going to start a production company. Um, maybe I give you a job, Charlie. Oh, that'd me. be nice.
0: <laughs> there you go. Final, there uh, we go.
1: I've been approached by and I can't say who it is, but you know that you know the company, you know the people. If they give me five hundred million dollars, what kind of company can I put together for them? Right. I said any kind you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That was an easy answer. That's an easy one.
1: So I'm 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 gonna go in LA. I'm meeting with them next week and so nice. That, that may be another direction I might go in.
0: Right. To go off on your own and yeah. be able to produce stuff and not be under a studio name yeah you know yeah. just
1: get a get a get a
0: uh, a deal at a studio just to like uh an, an over uh, a distribution, deal. A distribution yeah. deal yeah yeah just to sell them off yeah
1: well i don't i'm not the guy that's gonna go to me fed and can in toronto and try to sell a movie
0: right you know
1: uh here it is I made it for 15. give me 17 you got a deal
0: you know right that's- exactly in your films uh, uh, right up through your entire career, all had uh, a box office and. and, oh, I've and got Four
1: billion in box office. Four
0: billion in box office for your That's a your, lot that's for that's the a ones lot. I worked on. Yeah. And, and the. That includes the
1: flops. I subtracted the flops from
0: the. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, no. It's amazing. And when you think about it, uh, uh, anyone starting out now doesn't really have as much opportunity to have a career with a lot of box office because of streaming being the primary. Streaming,
1: you know, of course, and, and all cable stations and Netflix and Amazon and Apple. And-
0: what is your feeling about the way that stars are made uh, uh, today in, 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 a, in, a, in a, an environment where theatrical is somewhat getting not replaced by streaming, but, you know, sort of there's, uh, there's, uh, there's less marquee. Uh, and and other forms
1: who's a marquee actor today Tom Cruise he's one I mean how many more are there
0: well I think Leonardo DiCaprio Leo and and, and Brad
1: maybe uh, Brad Pitt I don't don't know but I mean there's very few big box office actors where 20 years ago can name you know 25 of them
0: right a name that would launch a film
1: yeah that we could pre-sell on right you go out and pre-sell a movie. You, know? you make a movie for $20 million, you go out and pre-sell it.
0: And, European foreign sales. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If
1: you had the right names in it. Right. And, and today, the like almost doesn't matter who the producer is, who the director is, it's just who's in it.
0: Right. Right. That seems right. to be
1: the only thing people ask now when you go to these meetings.
0: Right. What do you have? Who do you have? Right. But you can... But with You got your... any of the
1: Chris's? You got any of the Chris's?
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's,
1: that's the latest thing,
0: the Chris's. But you can. I know have Charlie Hirsch. Exactly, Charlie Hirschfeld on my on my uh, on my on my cast of characters. Yeah, but you can you can anchor a film just as a producer as well with a bunch of people who are lesser known. When you're at your level, though, right? I'd like to say yes because my ego makes me want to say
1: yes, but I'm not sure I can.
0: Right, I'm, even I'm really even with not your. Sure. Even with your veteran uh, yeah. uh, time, yeah. it's uh, it's not necessarily the case.
1: People Charlie, you know, this. people want, you know, you're an actor. OK, the biggest producer in the world calls you up to do. The movie. Oh, I'd love to. Do it. How much? That's all people care about. There's a few of them that do read the script and love it. But friends of ours, close friends of both of us. It's like, how much you paying? OK, then I'll read the script. Exactly. It's not well years ago, let me read the script. Oh, it's brilliant. Don't worry about it. Let's make the movie, you know.
0: Right. I haven't heard that in a while. No. No. But I mean, do you feel that that there's uh, uh there's in your in your in the breadth of your career that this now is a time of, of every wide open opportunity, not stability from a studio, but just whatever it is that you want to do is kind of an open door. Do you right feel, now, do you I can feel do anything that, I want now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: And and that's a that's a wonderful feeling.
0: Yeah. And and you don't feel that you don't feel that you need to go back and be attached to any of the, the studios in order to do it. I don't feel as so I need to, but I would love to go back to Warner Brothers right. or Paramount. Right.
1: Or Sony or Disney. I'd love to be an in-house person there.
0: Right. Not as an executive. Right. <clears throat> as a producer. As a producer that's yeah. got a deal. Yeah. 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 That yeah. you
1: know, life was very easy.
0: Right. And do you feel that that you know that that younger people getting into the business have the opportunities that, that you had when you started? What do you feel has changed since you began years ago and and people coming up and and uh, cutting their teeth on what's available now.
1: You know, today, most of the young kids, and they're all really smart and they're really talented, but they go to like film schools and they come out with this, oh, I'm a director, I'm a producer, whatever it might be. And I tell them it needs a little more training, needs some on-the-job training. And nobody understands. So, well, you don't wake up Thursday morning. I so, say, well, I'm, I'm going to do heart surgery this afternoon. You have to learn. It. You have to go to school. You have to learn it. And then you have to practice it. You have to become what they call an intern. And that's what it's missing today. They come out of film school, I'm a director. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. You have to come out and say, let's intern, to learn a trade, and then move on. And that's what I think is missing.
0: So you find that with the people that come on to work for you? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because there's a, a, a pool of people that all feel that they can meet the dream without having had any of the experience. You kind of have to put in... A little bit of homework, I believe yeah,
1: and homework being time
0: and you you when you go into every single project, you're breaking down the the scripts and, yeah, yeah. and and coming up with the amount of days to shoot and what's realistic and what's not. how quickly does that go for you that that's something that you're able to do fairly fast, or uh, you have to a, go over time a, with a, a week director? to two
1: weeks, a week to two weeks i get it, I can get it done yeah. I've done so many of them, you know. It's, right, it's,
0: it's something you can do fast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we break it down. We do a board. We break down the visual effects, special effects, background players, how many locations, what's on the stage, what's not on the stage.
0: And yeah. We put it
1: together, you know, and uh, and then we budget off th- that those breakdown sheets that I do.
0: And when you worked on on when you made I Am Legend, that was a huge undertaking. To- block off city streets and do visual effects that were absolutely unbelievable. I Talk a little bit about that. I was told the chief of
1: police, you're the last guy to ever do that in New York. We're never going to allow that again. We closed Fifth Avenue on a Sunday morning. We'll walk down Fifth Avenue with not a person around. And what I found so interesting was that there were so many tourists. And he says to the right side, please keep quiet. There wasn't a sound on Fifth Avenue. And by the way, very little visual effects in I Am Legend. Yeah, right. There Really, there was very little. Only the animals were The, the animals. animals, yeah. That was it.
0: That's true. The rest of the stuff was just motion.
1: And one of the hardest scenes that I had to, that, to get, figure out how to do was when they trashed St. Patrick's Cathedral and the pews are upside down. And they didn't put it in the movie. It was cut out of the movie. Unbelievable. But, I mean, closing, closing the divider in Grand Central for... 3 weeks we were all hated right but the chief scagnelli the head the chief of uh, police was amazing the commissioner was amazing and the mayor was wonderful
0: actually going back in time when when you think about how hard it was to shoot in new york at different eras what were the what were the easiest times to shoot in new york for you or was, say, was there a period that was not was not easy. Yeah. Now. Now it's hard to shoot. In New York. You know,
1: hot zones. You can't shoot here. You can't shoot there. You can't look. If you do a period movie in New York right now, it's very difficult. Contemporary movie, it's not so hard. But there's still hot zones. And when we left, I am legend. I don't think anyone was able to shoot in Washington Square Park for the next 10 years or so.
0: <laughs> right, because you blew up the we, park.
1: Oh, they, it was, we loved it. It was great. What a movie.
0: Yeah, Vic Armstrong doing yeah, all those yeah. those yeah. action scenes. Yeah, He's great. Vic. Amazing. Love Amazing. Vic. Love that man. Talk a little bit about uh, uh when you worked with uh with Sid Pollack. Uh,
1: I only worked with him on the firm.
0: On the firm, yeah.
1: And uh, I was very close with brother Bernie who's a costume designer who just recently passed away. Um but I mean, uh, what can I what could I say about like guys like that They're geniuses, you know. Right. You don't say anything to them. They're so smart and so talented, you just sit back and let them do their thing. So it's working with, with Pollock or Ridley Scott or Tony Scott or Adrian Lyne <clears throat> or John McTiernan. You just let them do what they want to do. And, right. then, and then you take the vows at the end and take the credit, but you didn't do anything. True. You work with geniuses that know what the hell they're doing. I mean, other guys come here and say, oh, no, of course, it's me. It's all bullshit. You work with guys of that caliber. They make you look good, believe me. They're all geniuses.
0: Right. So there's not uh, all, all of them. Uh, I can go uh, on, can and there's go more. On. Yeah, all the directors, man. Yeah,
1: they're all, all brilliant. Taylor Hackford. They're all great, amazing directors.
0: Yeah, but there is there one that you feel that you had an experience with where you uncovered something for yourself as a producer that you had not uh, 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 experienced before. One director that stands out. I mean, with McTiernan, of course, he did a whole well, series McKinnon, of films.
1: McTiernan let me do what I wanted to do, and I would. He let me go off and direct Second Unit. And let me. I mean, he he was quite a, quite wonderful. He was remarkable. Adrian Lyne the same way. Um, but the other ones that just they just did their thing. I did my thing. Can I do this? And I, with those guys, you never say no because they they're such pros. How many days can I do this for? And you tell them, and they do it.
0: Right. Right.
1: Other people I've worked with you tell them you need to get 2 days to shoot this. Oh, I need a week.
0: Right. Right no, right now. those
1: guys just they know how to back in and do it and do it right.
0: It's wonderful. And dealing with a film like when you were dealing with, with Ocean's 8, that that took quite a long time to put together, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we I think we postponed the uh, the start date till we had it right. And then we had it right and made a hell of a movie. Yeah, Gary Ross, great job.
0: And, and each of these things have different periods of time for going back and doing reshoots and making it right. And you're on the entire time.
1: Yeah, I kind of budget that in, though. Yeah. Um, years ago, Woody Allen and all of his budgets had like, you know, his shooting schedule and then two weeks of reshoots. Right. So I always put five days of reshoots in case you need it. Right. Most of the movies I haven't need, needed it. Oceans Eight, we did go and, and uh, shoot additional footage. No, no reshoots.
0: Right, just to add to the add to the to, story. Yeah, yeah,
1: we got Serena Williams in it. We got a lot of wonderful people in it.
0: Right, so you wanted to that there was a desire to add to yep. to what yep. was yep. in there. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about golf. I know that that sounds like a strange subject to go I to. I beat
1: Tiger Woods last time we played. <laughs> what do you mean,
0: golf? <laughs> I want to hear about your golf game. Okay, go ahead. Come on, tell me. Tell me. Have, what's your handicap?
1: Oh, no, it's it's lousy. I was a 7, now I'm like a 15.
0: And you uh, are able to get out and play periodically as uh, the, the, the man about producer yes. town. Yes,
1: I try to play um, at least once a week. But since I hurt my back, I haven't played in a year.
0: You hurt your back, and uh, you haven't been able to get on the course, yeah.
1: You know, yeah. I'm still, I still belong to three golf clubs. That cost a lot of money, but I just go there to eat. That's why I'm so logic these days.
0: Yeah, you like to eat, of I course. I like to eat. I'm yeah. like you, Charlie. Don't yeah, kid exactly. yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's the way you're
1: supposed to look. You see, yeah, I look like, right over like,
0: there. Like, the, like my producer, the That's man exact. who's fully fit, although I did lose 50 pounds, though. I know you did. Yeah. I did, too.
1: I got circumcised.
0: You got circumcised. <laughs> there you go. That's how I lost 50 pounds. That's amazing. They cut it in half, Charlie. Amazing. Amazing. When you work with Russell on on uh, on, on Arthur, what was that like with uh, that, that project?
1: Oh, with the Akiva Goldsmith? Yeah, with Akiva. I would work with Akiva every day of the week. He's brilliant. He's a genius. And if there's a problem, he's such a brilliant writer. It's a problem on a set. Hold on. Let me rewrite it. Okay, let's do this.
0: He right. made my life very easy. On Winter's, Tale and, he On Winter's also, Tale, and he also wrote "I Am Legend" as well. He wrote
1: "I Am Legend" and Winter's Tale. What? To, and working with Colin Farrell, he's got the sub pros, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Would you ask me about uh, Russell Crowe?
0: No, no, no. I was asking you more about uh, about working with Brant with uh,
1: Russell Brandt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, what a character.
1: Character, but I work with him every day. He's a wonderful guy. He's a he was such a good guy. I mean, I can't say anything negative about him.
0: Right. Yeah. It's Brilliant.
1: Wonderful, wonderful comedic talent. I went to see his stand up. He made fun of me in the audience, but that was okay.
0: That's perfect. <laughs> it was good for me. Good for my it's, ego. It's good for your ego, exactly. When you did when you worked with Steve Zalian on searching for Bobby Fischer, that was your, no, no, you no, were no, you no, weren't was, really on no, that. I, I, you were the executive. I had nothing on to that. do with that, yeah. You were just uh, an exec. You were, I, you were you were the I, executive at Paramount. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then working with uh, 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 with with uh, 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 Roger Donaldson. That was early in your career, right? Because that Ro- was on Roger co- was on Cop- cocktail. cocktail. I was his,
1: his assistant director.
0: And what was that like working with Roger? He's he's uh, he's your he's your generation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Good guy.
0: Yeah, good, great good director. Guy. Great yeah.
1: director, really good guy. You know, I mean, I've spoken to them once since then, I think, maybe about two years ago. But um no, I'd I'd love to work with these guys. I, I've had you know, I've been so blessed. There's nobody I don't want to work with that I've worked with in the past. Most guys, I won't work with that guy, the guy's an asshole. No. I I've, right. I've loved every job. Right. I've loved every day of going to work in my whole career.
0: Yeah. And and and, and for you, you've also been able to be part of and participate in in the projects too, right? Because as a producer Well you I
1: stick my big nose in the middle of the stuff all the time. That's right. Yeah. I mean.
0: and, and, and and also it's uh in the in in the years of doing this you you get to participate in the wealth of the projects too Not and years. all of that. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is great on the things that succeed yeah, the way they have. Yeah. She's uh <laughs> she's done very well with that, huh? Yes, yeah she did very well. Uh, yeah. So so Charlie, how would you lose fifty pounds? How did I lose fifty pounds? That's a great question. I stopped drinking alcohol. That's the only way. And stopped uh, eating, eating carb- carbs, all carbohydrates. Yeah. Can you see your
1: penis when you look down?
0: It's amazing. That's you can one of the. It? Well, it's one of the benefits of well, of having I mean, when you the when you, you, know, wait, yeah. well, you know, I mean, I'm, I can't be like Tadros. Very, very few people are like the. Yeah. The, no. No. The no, king. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. yeah. It's amazing. Oh,
1: I'm sorry, Charlie. Just, no, 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 no. To, we
0: segued there. Let's no, no, back. That's, go. No, 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 that was a good segue. You look. know, it's good to stay healthy. Uh, you you look hard.
1: Better. You look great.
0: Yeah. It's hard to do it in this in, in our in our And you world. got a great
1: head of skin, let me tell you that much yeah,
0: too. Come on, man. I good mean, looking you know, head of skin you got. Yeah, there. it's not easy to shave a head and make it look good like this, right? Man. I couldn't do it. Yeah.
1: i have nicks all over the place.
0: Right. That's true. Yeah. I mean, but you you don't need to. You have the you're the grey fox, man. Yeah the 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 the, uh, the stallion. <laughs> 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 so um what what do you feel you uh, uh want to give to the film community? Do you ever want to teach? Do you ever want to work with I
1: lecture at UCLA in the graduate school. Um I may do something at LIU. They gave me an honorary PhD, so I'm not Doctor Tadros. Oh my God. Uh, and they want to start this whole film school, which I may get involved in. My alma mater, Wagner in Staten Island, they they're starting a, a film department, which I hope to get involved in.
0: That's exciting.
1: And uh, no, I'd love to teach.
0: Yeah, you should do that. I That'd would love to do it. Yeah.
1: You know, right. you teach, you give them back the money, whatever they want to pay. You give it back to the school, and just just you know, do two three nights a week, and it'd be fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I could see you doing you that. You should do it too, Charlie. Yeah, no, I occasionally go over to some of the programs, and, and uh, I've, I've, I've stopped in with the, uh, friends at NYU and at New York Film Academy and different places. Yeah, but yeah, I should do more of that. He That's sounds true. very intellectual, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, very you intellectual. Really intellectual today. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He and, uh, used to
1: sound like a street bomb, now he sounds yeah, very. It,
0: it's incredible.
1: How long do you know Charlie?
0: He, yeah, it, it, very, very recently. But, oh, uh, yeah, oh wait, but, wait, wait, give it yeah, time. But Olivier knows me longer. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just want to dig into uh, uh, in your life. Uh, uh, what would be the 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 big items that you haven't done that you want to do next in terms of uh, in terms of stories, films? Uh, 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 there's no specific. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: I've done everything. Like I said, I'm so blessed. I've done everything I want to do. I've done comedies. I've done dramas, Academy Award-winning movies, and I've never had a day that I didn't love going to work. And do you? Very few people can say that in this world.
0: No, it's true. And
1: on top of it, I throw a lot of money at you for doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you've been uh, you've been constant, nonstop. Oh my God, look at that! My head's behind your head. Yeah, I know. That's it. Yeah, you look good against my head. So in terms of like uh uh, uh the way that uh you're going to go forward with uh the this next enterprise or or with uh, uh working on on running a, a a a budget like you do um would you say that your skill has been to bring films in on budget on schedule and uh and, and repeatedly been able to keep people uh, and the studios happy with, uh, uh, with, uh, with that over and over again. Yeah, yeah.
1: 54 movies. I, I think we had one that went over.
0: And when they go off the rails, how do you handle that?
1: We just tell the truth how it happened. Right. And generally it's not something you could have done to prevent it, and it's generally not something that you did wrong.
0: Right. And if
1: you have studio executives that actually understand the process, they, they do it. Okay, let's try to just see what we can make up for. What can we cut out of the script? What can we do to get back on track? Some right. movies you can. Some movies you can't.
0: Right. Yeah. And do you and do you feel that that in your life that that you've you've been able to uh, maintain your your life outside the business as well as you'd like? I would say yes. Right. You keep yourself, you keep yourself, your, your life outside the business sacred.
1: I'll give you an example. When, when I was at Paramount, uh, my son was living in Brooklyn in the Little League. So I would take the 4, four o'clock American Airlines flight every Friday afternoon, get in at midnight, get to his baseball game on Saturday morning, another one on Sunday, and then on Monday morning be on a seven o'clock flight back to LA and I'd be in the office by 11 o'clock in the morning. And I did that for about a year. So I commuted to Los Angeles every week for like a year to keep the family together. Amazing. And, uh, and he's a good kid because of it. And he's making movies. He's making movies. Doing He and Charbel are making movies. They're doing horror movies and they're doing, um, uh, they're doing a TV series about bitcoins called uh, Paper Empire. It's got Robert Davi in it and Wesley Snipes and Denise Richards and... Steve Gutenberg, your buddy.
0: Steve's in it. Steve's wow.
1: in it, and Michael Nori. Who else? i you keep coming. Oh, every yeah, there's new giving guests every every week.
0: Nice. So so and and do you do you participate in in his stuff too or not
1: you... at all? He won't even let me.
0: I borrow to... money
1: from him occasionally.
0: <laughs> no, That's just, fantastic. Just joking.
1: Uh, no, but no, I don't have anything to do with his, his stuff.
0: Right. But he uh he, he never trained under you or worked under you. Oh yeah, he was
1: worked me on I Am Legend. He worked
0: he worked me on about ten movies. Yeah, yeah, he was on the job. On the
1: job, he learned.
0: Yeah, he didn't go to
1: film school. He just learned on a job training.
0: And and do you feel that in general, you were saying before that that really the the business should be more about that, right? More about learning on the job and less about film school.
1: Well, I, I don't want to say less about film school, but but. After film school, they should learn on the job.
0: Right. In the in the traditional programs yeah. and the yeah. DGA trainee and all that. Yeah. Does that does that work? And does the does the DGA support that?
1: DGA training program um is a way for people to get into it. But to get past their tests to get in is almost impossible. Um uh, uh, Charbelo has produced how many movies? Fifteen. Did you take the try to get in the training program?
0: One time, and you and failed. They choose. It's not. It's not a matter of failing or passing. It's they choose six people
1: out of thousands. Of what, how, why do they pick six? Who are six?
0: I see. So that's how that works. That's how that works. Yeah. So your feeling is is like. uh uh, uh, the the old stage programs of uh, working in as a PA or camera grip or I that's the a right lighting. way to do it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm very old school by saying that.
0: But, yeah. But
1: I it feels like you learn all the departments. You see what's really going on.
0: And do you feel that you've run into as a result into a, a, a fair amount of uh, folks that come on the scene? Probably not in your films, but but occasionally where you find people that just are. Not ready to do the gig because they didn't. They didn't do that.
1: Uh, no, not generally on my shows. My son experiences that a lot when he does his low budget
0: stuff. Yeah, and then with with directors like McTiernan that you worked with over and over again, um, in the careers of directors like like John, there's a there's a rush of films that get made with a lot of different directors, and then there are long periods of time when they're not working. Um, there's generally do you, always a reason for that though. Yeah. Which I'm not going to go into. You're not going to go into. No. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, uh, uh, the, the beauty of, of doing what you do is you get to go on from one to the next to the next and not be concerned with that. Have you ever had the desire and, and wanted yourself to be in command and to be the, the the director of any of the films that you've been involved
1: in? Years and years ago, I, I directed a little music video, and it was fine. It was fun. But I'd rather produce. Right. I've been a a second unit director on about twenty movies. And it's nice. It's it's cool. It's good. And but I like the producing game better.
0: Right. And you're not working as uh, in in a in, a, in an A D capacity on the projects that you that you go in on as a uh, uh, the producer or UPM or any of that no, in, no in many U- years.
1: I'm um, UPM A D, not for many, many years. No. I think the last show I AD'd was uh, cocktail
0: way back at the a beginning time ago, at the yeah. beginning yeah, yeah. but th- those were good training moments for everything that you do
1: oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah. cuz they they kept the uh, kept the engine going yeah 100% yeah so what else do you want to tell me about you cuz no, i uh, feel like i've dove in and i've i've there's tried there's nothing, nothing yeah, else wanna, to tell you i want to know i want to know more about i wish it. i was
1: a better golfer you are right about yeah, that yeah
0: you wish you were a better golfer yeah mm.
1: I wish I had your brains.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, that would be good. That would be exciting.
1: I might have some of your money.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, money. Exactly. Exactly. This is fantastic. You're mentioning all great things. I know. All yeah, great things about that, you. That, Nobody that, knows that. these things about you, child. Yeah, yeah. Even I, even I don't know them about me. That's the amazing thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're still dating girls that 13 or
0: 14 years old? Or no, 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 no. No. My own age now. Yeah. 50. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. In fact, two years older than I am. No. I'm I'm gonna be 58 this year. You're dating a
1: six-year-old woman. The F- last girl 59. you introduced me to was like in high school.
0: That's what you thought, yeah. And that's how we. If I yeah. embarrassing you on yeah. the
1: air, I'll, yeah, no, I'll, that, you know that no,
0: that was great. You said to me when I introduced her, you said it was it's so nice to meet your daughter.
1: Yeah, I almost said yeah. your granddaughter, <laughs> but I stopped at <laughs> daughter. You
0: stopped at daughter. Yeah, no, no, no. You were you were always very good with that. Yeah, um, funny stuff. Yeah. But truthful yeah, stuff, truthful stuff. But that's all changed, though. Yeah, you grew up. Yeah, huh? I grew up. Yeah. I, I'm following the, the path. <clears throat> I'm so proud of you. Yeah, there you go. There I'm you to a
1: doctor now. What do you want?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And how is she? She's great. Does she still do uh, broadcast stuff, too? Or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She does a
1: lot of podcasts.
0: She does a lot of podcasts. Interesting.
1: And she's um, I think she's only going to be doing a TV show about women's uh, something or another.
0: Right. She's always uh, d- doing she's, stuff about psychology. She, she, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. She's like, she's the head of the stress management program at Mount Sinai. She's uh, a doctor and um, she's an assistant. No, she's a professor, clinical professor, psychiatry, and OBGYN at Mount Sinai. And she's with another company called Progeny also now. So she, you know, I'm married because she's so rich.
0: That's it. Of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. She's it, not it, a very it. good looking woman. <laughs> you are fantastic. <laughs> You're you're, you're freaking hilarious. Oh, George is gorgeous. She's gorgeous, talking? absolutely gorgeous. You're, you're crazy. She I had remember.
1: her own. She used to be a health reporter at NBC News for years, and yeah. then she had her own show on Fox. And
0: yeah, yeah, and she and her anchor has mostly been working here, right? So you you you've been split your time between the coasts, right? Yeah, we, have, we go out. You know, she occasionally comes
1: with me. And...
0: Right. You stay out there for for long stretches, of course. I do. Yeah,
1: and you just to play golf doesn't yeah. do with business. Yeah,
0: no, nothing to do with business, of course not. And eat at Craig's.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right.
0: Every Wednesday.
1: And breakfast at Nate and Al's.
0: Yeah, there you go. Old habits. I, love I can't it. break
1: my old habits. No. Yeah,
0: it's perfect. Yeah, I got to tell you, I just I want to dig in deeper with you, but I you know you 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 keep uh, but you keep yeah. I want I I to know more. I want to. I want to know. Here's what I'll do. Yeah, I want. I want to. I want to pull out your uh, all, all all the things that that I that I can't get to. That's right. Yeah. Here's yeah. the.
1: Deal. We'll do this again in a couple of years. Yeah, maybe yeah, Five yeah. or ten years if I decide right. to retire.
0: And then you're gonna tell me. Then stories. I will tell you
1: stories that will you'll fall out of your chair yeah. about very famous people and things I've seen because th- then I can't get hurt.
0: Right. 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 You don't want to speak up about the uh, the all the stories from back in the day that are as crazy as one could imagine on all the projects that you witnessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Starting
1: with trading places and working its way.
0: What was it like working with Eddie back then? He was new and... I'll give and, you a quick and, Eddie Murphy story. Yeah, like, this
1: man's a genius, as we all know. Right, right. Um, <laughs> it was like his first... I think maybe maybe just finished 48 Hours, wasn't released yet. So we had Eddie Murphy... Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici in a three-room three motorhome, a three-bang-in-it called. They're about the size of this table. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, a little more. So every day they said, you know what? Eddie said, Mike, I'd love to get some McDonald's. So I had a production assistant on the way in pick up McDonald's. And Eddie would go to, to Don Amici, have somebody What's that? So, Eddie got them both McDonald's, Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici. He brought them all this one little motor home. And he calls me and says, Mikey, I said, what is it, Eddie? He said, um, how do you put it? Wait a minute, wait a minute. They eat, They're eating the McDonald's. And he goes, uh, Don Amici, Don, how many movies have you starred? And he said, 29 or something. And Ralph, how many have you done? He said, that's 70 movies. And Eddie puts his hands around both of us. You know, Mikey, between the three of us, made a hundred fucking movies.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: I mean, but I mean, if Eddie said it, you'd be laughing your ass off right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but
0: that, That's
1: the kind of mind he has. He's brilliant.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he was just that was just those that, 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 that was the beginning. Twenty-one years old. That was the beginning because he did uh, he did that and he did. I guess was it Forty Eight Hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I needed right. Beverly Hills Cop, which you were. I did. I did the, the third executive. one with John Landis. Right yeah. with John Landis. Yeah, yeah. So there's no no little. I gave you the only story you're going to get no, out of I, me. That's that I, I can't can give. You. I can't derive anything from. No
1: no, 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 I'm a boring guy. I'm telling you.
0: Well, but you were telling me a little bit about the the changes that took place recently at the end of your period with with uh, with Warner's. And now you see all of the studios lined up and all the changes. You have Apple Plus, you have Disney buying Fox, you have Warner being Warner Media owned by AT&T, uh, and then you have all the conglomerates changing. How do you feel that these shifts are, are honestly, do you feel that it opens up greater opportunity? Probably? I, th- I
1: think it does, but I don't know yet. It's right. too new for me to really answer that question. Right. But I do feel as though it's going to open up a whole bunch of new stuff.
0: Right. But you feel that also that there are there are, there are shifts that have taken place in the old studios where there are going to be specific sweeping changes, like at Warner Brothers, where uh, where where their their world uh, turns around a bit and, and it needs to feed a new beast like HBO Max and all of that. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you know you're uh, you're you're more likely on projects coming up to have a pipeline of, of things that may not even be fully theatrical or maybe theatrical day and date, which has not been at all your career no. in fact you haven't had a single project that has been that in your right all of yeah. your films have all had a window yeah. they've all gone out theatrically all had box office Everyone, yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's uh, that that'll be the next wave of it'll the next wave of the Tadros be career new, you
1: know yeah, it'll be fun
0: yeah I tell you, I like I I, I I can't wait. We got to do the retirement episode where wow. you tell me all the really dirty, horrible. I got
1: some terrible. Awesome
0: stories. Stories. The shit oh, some stories. Should I've seen? Oh man,
1: the shit I've you seen know. over the
0: years. Oh my god! And we just and we I I try to sieve it out of you. You're not god. going to. I'm not going to get a single one. You've not taken one. the fifth with me the whole way through. Hundred percent. Oh my Charles, hundred percent Charles, Mike.
1: Mike. Sorry, Charles. <laughs> oh, I love you. Yeah. I did talk uh, about you when you dated underage girls. That's yeah, that's that, illegal,
0: I think. That yeah, that's true that 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 certainly uh communicates uh something that you're you're able to say with impunity. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, when easier. you
1: experience something eye to eye first hand. Come on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. That's I'm glad you're you're Able to highlight, but that. I didn't say she was your granddaughter, you know, she could no, have been. No, no, you were very nice about very that. very polite, you're very polite. Up First front. meeting, yeah, yeah, you know, those were always, uh, those were always lovely surprises. I never knew quite what was going to come out of your mouth in any given meeting. I was, it was all, always, we sat
1: in eating mm. dinner. I was a yeah. gentleman,
0: you were a gentleman, yeah. yeah, 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 quite lovely. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, Mr. Tadros, I don't know what to say except I want to, I want to. Like, squeeze some more juice out of you, Ain't and, gonna and, and you're not, and you're, and I get, I'm gonna, I'm a boring guest. What are you gonna You're want me to tell not you? a boring guest. No, you're not. But this next studio gig, I've had a uh, uh, 10 guests, including Steve Gutenberg, Keanu Reeves, uh, Michael Hausman, uh, Christine v- Vachon, uh, John Treturro. Yeah, mike houseman still he was one of my last guests oh yeah. what
1: a, he's a great guy
0: yeah amazing stories too yeah he he uh he he was uh, uh certainly less concerned about sharing some of the detail with us yeah i mean yeah uh, he's already there's a reason a, for it he's you know, made the world he was yeah. the
1: generation before me
0: yeah yeah he's the old guard yeah incredible uh incredible history with uh with Milosh When
1: do I get uh, my check for today?
0: Oh, we'll 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 have in a, the mail. Well, you're going to get residuals.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, we're, yeah. we're
0: going to draw up a contract. Oh good. good and then good, good. this this program, which is obviously going go go, oh, to uh, go viral, it's going viral. Yeah, um, uh, it, uh, you're going to get uh, significant checks. By the way, future. you know you got better looking since you lost the weight. Thank you so much. Seriously, you're, I really appreciate you're you. You're a very saying handsome that. guy. Thank you. Thank you. That's very nice. And you're, you're dressing better. I you mean, like this? You like this? I like the black, you in black, the black with the black on black. Don
1: King symbol on
0: your shirt. It mean, yeah, was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> handsome. Thank you, sir. You guys didn't know him years ago, did you? No, no, they didn't know. Well, he knew You're so a blessed that you didn't <laughs> know him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. pervert. Oh, <sighs> my God, Mike. Oh, on. I'm not supposed to talk yeah. like that. No, no, here. no, not, not about me. Not oh, about oh, me. Only oh, about me, I You can say you're Mike, I love you. I love you, Charlie. God bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All
1: right,